Welcome to another episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast, where we interview top sellers and sales leaders to learn the different tips, tricks, and mental strategies that they use to create sustainable peak performance. Let's get rolling. Welcome to this week's episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast. I've got a really exciting guest here, a little different, not sitting in tech sales today, but helps support tech sales and live that world as a HubSpot partner. But Jackie Hermes is the CEO of Accelity, a Milwaukee, Wisconsin-based agency that helps SaaS startups get to revenue and grow faster and is an original founder of Women's Entrepreneurship Week. So I'm really excited to learn more about women, entrepreneurship, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, Jackie, if you don't already follow her as one of her 85,000 followers, probably more since I even recorded this uh, on LinkedIn, talks about some real stuff about daily life. What's it like to be a mom as a CEO? Uh, challenges of growing a bootstrapped company. I love folks that bootstrap uh, and her adventures in personal development and a ton more. So we'll definitely make sure we link off to her LinkedIn so you can check her out there. She also mentors students uh, and student startups via the commons, professional females via Building Brave, is an advisor with Golden Angel Investors, coaches a ton of early stage startups, and is also an adoptive foster parent. Such an awesome thing that we need more of in this world. Uh, and is hopeful she'll eventually have some hobbies outside of work in the near future. But right now, she's really focused on kicking butt. So Jackie, thank you. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your incredibly busy day to join us on the show. Yes, I'm really excited for this. Thanks for having me. I, I am super pumped to learn from you as I've been following you for a bunch of years now uh, through the HubSpot program and, and some mutual friends. And so I, I'm curious as somebody who's really had to grow and develop it and learn through a lot of experiences, what are some early life experiences that really helped shape your mindset to help you become an entrepreneur uh, and really get out on your own? Oh, God. Big question to start. Um I don't know that my early experiences shaped me into who I am today. If that, if that makes sense. Like I wasn't necessarily raised in a like take risks and fail kind of way. Um, like neither of my parents went to college and they very much were like, go to college, you know, college is a way to get a stable job, climb the ladder you will be happy. Right. And I definitely started, I really subscribed to that, honestly, through college and through like my early adulthood. And then I started to question it and was like, well, is this really what I want to do? And um, I don't know. So I kind of reshaped some of that myself. And I would say I'm still reshaping my mind constantly as we all are and should be. I love this concept of, you know, the growth mindset continuously developing and, refining our values. You know, I, I think a lot of folks look at where they sit today and say like, oh yeah, this is where I have to always be, or this is what my goals or my values are always going to be. And those things change. Like there, there's a lot that happens. And so I love hearing this work in progress uh, and this constant growth mindset. And yeah. so what helped you decide that you were finally going to go out on your own? Maybe what, what got you I don't know. I think it's a pretty brave thing to do. So maybe what helped you have that bravery or that confidence to, to go out on your own? Well, we're going to get into personal shit right away. But it was really my ex-husband who always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I didn't, you know, like it wasn't on my radar. And so he gave me that idea. We actually started a cookie company together, like 
10, 11 years ago, um, bought recipes from a woman that was in Buffalo, New York. And he flew out there and purchased these like four recipes and we tried to make it a company. Um, I mean, I had designed the labels in like Microsoft Word. They're so ugly. Got them printed on Vistaprint. You know, it was like a very, very scrappy operation. And it really, it helped me understand that I can figure out anything Right. And when it comes to like producing food and where you have to do it and how you have to do it, you have to do it in a certified kitchen. You have to get all these different local licenses. You have to get a license to be able to sell in grocery stores, in um, the farmers markets that we were at. So it was definitely a process of, you know, I don't have a clue what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. And we did. And that was really exciting to me. It was a lot more exciting than my day job, I guess. That's a really cool story and maybe why you uh, got along nicely with a former mutual friend of ours, Brian Muller, uh, talking about baking, cookies, uh, all sorts of good stuff. Cupcakes. Uh, cupcakes was, was his realm. Uh, the first conversation <laughs> I had with him, my fiance and I went home, found their episode uh, on Amazon and was like, oh, my gosh, you guys are famous. So I, I love this thought, though, of you know, having some inspiration from an outside source uh, and then say, yeah, let, let's go start this thing out and realize that we were talking before that we can figure anything out. You know, I love mm-hmm. this concept of learning how to walk and we all forget that we fell on our face and had to pick ourselves back up. And I'd love to hear some insight from you about starting a bootstrap company and what helped you move through that process. Because I think that tradition, especially, you know, in SaaS sales that I live in and a lot of the companies you work with, it's all VC financing, accelerate scale and growth as quickly as humanly possible. And I feel like bootstrapped is looked at a little funny, but -hmm. it's something that I have so much respect for and think is brings a lot of incredible values to the table. So how do you decide to go on that bootstrap route or how, how do you think that really helped you as you went through your own growth? Honestly, I didn't really think about getting funding from anywhere else, to be honest. It's a service company and there's not a lot of agencies that are going out and getting getting VC funding. Now, as I have gone along this journey, I've met other HubSpot partners and other agency owners that do have investors. They have a bunch of partners. And to me, it just... I didn't even really consider it. And when times were tough, I was like, well, I guess I'm going to use my own money to fund this stuff. And that's what I did. So now I think my mind is open to other other opportunities, but I'm at the point where I don't really need it anymore. So it's pretty cool to be the 100% owner of a company that I never took any investment. That's huge. What what were some of the struggles that if somebody's thinking about starting a bootstrap business that you wish you would have known when you started? It sucks. I mean, it's very hard. It's very, very difficult to grow a bootstrap company because you don't have any money, right? Like you have to sell and use that money to fund your growth. And then sometimes if you take a risk and it doesn't pan out, then you don't have any money to pay for it or you can't pay payroll. And so you have to be really ready to make those hard decisions. And I think that financial stress is one of the hardest things for people to shoulder. And I was under a lot of financial stress for years. Looking back, I'm like, I don't know how I really, you know, went through all of that and handled my personal life and came out the other side a relatively happy person, <laughs> to be honest. But here we are. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot more to know, but bootstrapping is not an easy 
not an easy route. And you mentioned like the fast growth VC funding. Uh, people aren't always necessarily proud of the rate at which they grow when bootstrapping either. And that sucks, right? Like I've built a couple million dollar company. I have 20 employees. I should be proud of that. But people are like, oh, you could have gotten there faster. And it's like, shush, I'm still proud most of the time. <laughs> well, and I, I think that's uh, fitting for the, the shirt that you have on. Y'all may not be able to see it, but she's got a nice never read the comments shirt on right now that uh, I think as you're putting yourself out there, as you're taking that risk and trying something and not necessarily knowing if it's going to work. It's, you know, there are going to be people that always want to beat you up, that always have something negative to say. I'm mm -hmm. curious to hear a little bit about that stress uh, in the early days and, you know, not knowing if it's going to work. And I know the pandemic came up and you've talked online on LinkedIn about didn't really make things great for you uh, as a no. whole. How do you manage that stress? How do you work through it? Do you have anything to, to recover? How do you think about managing that stress? Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I was not good at it at all. And it came out in just being mad, which is a very deep rooted response. You know, like if you don't learn early on how to process your emotions and how to identify and actually have a full range of emotions, I used to joke that I had two emotions, happy and mad. And it's actually not funny. Like come to find out later, that is not something to be joking about. And now I know. Thankfully. Um, so, I mean, God, I go to therapy. I do a lot of my own like self work and mindset work and just examining why I am the way I am, why I react the way I react, why I think the way I do, like where it shows up in my body and my mind and the things that it makes me think. And so I have a lot better strategies now, but still sometimes like bad things happen and it'll take me out for a day or two. And I'm just like, meh, what was me? You know, and I lay in bed and I'm all crabby. And then you just get over it. You know, it's like the cycle of recovering from this stuff and it gets faster and faster. The more you learn and the better able you are able to deal with it. It's thanks to help from listeners like you. This podcast can continue to grow and help others. If you found anything helpful in today's episode, please take a second, share with a friend and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast today. Thanks. Thanks.